All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast coming to you live from our personal homes. My name's Will DeFries. On the screen, David Roth. Live from the domicile. What's up, beautiful babies? (laughs) You're looking like a a cat or kitten today, David. Do I look cool? Yeah. He's a kitten today, man. Look at him. Looking all cute. I see you. Got the Nike hoodie on. What's up? Feeling young inside. I love hoodie uh, weather. You're wearing the outfit that that kid wears when he does us on TikTok. Yeah, that's probably a bad sign for me. Not that that kid's not getting fits off, but because that kid's probably 23. I've reached the age where I'm officially worried about what I'm wearing. (laughs) It's kind of been over the last couple weeks. I've just been thinking to myself, like, all right, I I need to mature. A uh, pretty new clothing trend that I see some kids get into these days is might be my least favorite thing of all time. And that's when they wear a hoodie and the hood is kind of like halfway on or just kind of hanging off the back of their skull. It makes me just want to choke them out. I can't, I absolutely cannot stand it. If you're a teacher, you're pulling that off the back of their heads every time, right? Yeah. Like that kid's dealing swag, like between classes and stuff, you know, (laughs) that kid's a punk. That dude's like begging his like he's begging his like underclassman girlfriend to like do more than make out. It's like, dude, chill. <laughs> oh, he's begging absolutely begging for the most. Yeah, come on, baby, let's just most. Come on, you're just like yeah. texting her constantly during pre-calc. It's like, dude, chill. We've been, we've been dating for three weeks the, now. Let's go behind the portables after this. See, the see what happens. Everybody, everybody has a story from behind the portables. Mine, mine was like getting bullied, so I can't really talk to you. This shit was popping. Oh, come on, Will. What's that, man? We had this, we had this parking lot. Sorry, I didn't introduce Dylan Shivery. How you doing? You're just was it the native baller? Is that the one who was bullying no, you? No, but there was – so walking to our portables, you had to go through the parking lot, and there were like stories every day of kids just getting body checked into cars. And I was like, I just feel bad for these kids. Like – it was never me involved because I, I was not a very polarizing figure, but I just felt bad. That's not cool. You can't body check little nerds in the cars in the parking lot, man. Yeah. It's tough. How you doing today, Brett? You got I feel like you, yeah, I, I haven't showered. Um, I feel like I've, I've body checked a kid into a car once or twice, but like more buddies than bullying, you know? Oh, that's if a, you, well, I guess that's okay. Yeah, if you haven't lined your buddy up like from across the parking lot and just teed them up into a porta potty or a car. Like, what are you doing in high school? I we used to tip. We used to tip porta potties. That's fuck. That's the worst. That's one of the that's, worst. That, that's me. Dave. That is the worst thing you can do. Think about the person who has to clean that shit up. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> that's I don't. I'm trying to think of something more shitty than doing that, and I don't know if I can. Like the no, kids who do there's that. There's definitely more shitty things you could do. The kids I, I, who do I, that in 2020 are wearing hoods that are hanging off the back of their heads. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, what do you guys think of the the trend where you wear a hoodie and then like a blazer on top of the hoodie? Or a uh, Dave does that. Oh, move. I, I've, done, I've done that move Dave right now. I kind of like I it. Dylan Dave hates. knows I hate it. Yeah, Dave knows I absolutely hate that look. You so just to be clear, in order to pull that look off, you have to be like thin. Dudes like me, like if you're on the huskier side right now, if you if you could stand to lose ten or fifteen, it's not gonna look good because you're gonna have this like giant ass blazer over the chunky ass thing, and you're just gonna look like the Michelin Man walking around. So shots to David yeah. to, be able to pull it off. You're, you're right. Uh, it would be a real shame if somebody showed up to happy hour wearing that. Oh no. <laughs> hey Dylan, Dylan, did you end up going home last night? There's no way he did. I- Interestingly, Dave, I didn't even leave my home, so I can't. I don't know how to answer that question because I stayed here the whole time with my son who was sleeping. So you know, I did we not. Were talking about some people were talking about going to another bar. I, I ended up just calling an Uber. I didn't know if anybody went. <laughs> There's Uber, always the guy who's like, still running right now. She texted me when Uber when the like I was on my Uber home, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to go watch last night's happy hour, go to Wash Media on YouTube. You can, you can do actually, you know what? We're going to take this opportunity to implore you to follow us on Twitter at circling back pod and Instagram. Uh, just go do that. And you'll, you'll see a link to everything your little heart desire. Hey, can somebody Dylan? Can you address your son shooting someone in the face <laughs> last night? 
<laughs> Dude, you knew ex- you knew the mic picked that up when that when that. Oh happened. well, yeah. Well, people started to comment about it. <sighs> yeah. Why'd your son so, go full Dick Cheney? <laughs> I think he was playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and he's like, I should, uh, "What did he say?" <laughs> he he said like he says something about shooting somebody in the face. That's what he was doing. Look, when I'm doing this, I have to distract him somehow. So it's either I can put him in front of the TV, but he, he usually gets bored in front of the TV. And after about 20 minutes, I need my phone. So he can't play on my phone. So I have to do something to put him in the, the game room or whatever and, and keep him occupied. And I, I and his uh, his game of choice, sometimes <laughs> I'm going to get so much shit for this. And rightfully so. Like, he's five. He should not be playing the game. I get it. <laughs> I took uh, a board of body when I was in, like, eighth that, grade. So. That's what the comment me- meant um, last night, and I was hoping that no one heard that. But then I quickly realized that I was wrong, and everybody heard it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your head was right next to him, and we could hear him clear as day. And I started laughing, and you looked at the screen with this big grin on your face, like, "Oh no, this is not good." I would, yeah, I was worried that that's what he was going to be talking about when he came up to me because he he loves to sit there and narrate what he's doing on whatever video game he's playing. And so I knew that when he came up to me, he had something to say about the game he was playing. I was always like, "Shh, shut up." Don't say anything. <laughs> but it was too late. Man. Yeah. I mean, I'm love it. Father. We've all been there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I do turn I, I make sure the volume is turned down. They say some terrible things on that on that game, by the way. Like two guys call each other inward. I'm like, you can't I can't have my son here in this. No. Yeah, it's, you no, can't. It's crazy. So on call of on call <clears throat> of duty, uh in Warzone, you get these bounty contracts, and like when you get one, it'll like show somebody on your radar that you have to go kill for money. And there's like a voice that plays over, and it's like this English guy, and he goes, "There's your bounty target. Now go kill the bastard." And you're just like, <laughs> "All right, all right, I'll go kill him. Just chill out." Yeah, we don't have to like, don't <laughs> hey, have to man. insult him personally. Like, where are you going to kill him? Am I going to get like, in trouble for the Grand Theft Auto stuff? Are people going to come at me? No. Well, although people do have a lot of time on their hands, so they might. They'll yeah. probably come at me more for tipping a porta potty in eighth grade. I mean, people came at me for thinking that I was actually training for the Tour de France. So I don't really know if uh, people understand jokes sometimes on this pod. Do you Dude, Will, you are training for the Tour. People, yeah, you got, you got an extra month. I'm throwing everybody off the set. Now that I have the extra two months, like I actually do think it's like in range that I could like be a part of someone's Peloton or something. I might not be the lead rider, but I could probably keep up. It's only like 100 miles a day. Is that is that like the average 100 miles a day? It's like a lot, dude. A hundred no, 100 miles to hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, I'm, we'll, we'll even even up hills, up hills. Hills are like nothing. Hills are like nothing, especially in the tour. De- like France is notoriously flat. Am, am I dreaming, or did Lance Armstrong once like skip one of the downhills and just like went through the grass? Like he, he was going to crash and just like skipped a, a bunch of hairpin turns and went down like a mountain side at 70 miles an hour. I feel like you might get in trouble. That, that definitely cheap? didn't happen. Right? I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. He's known to bend the rules, so it's possible that it did happen. You know Probably what? That guy, he did not do himself any favors, but that guy got a raw deal. I'm holstering. That's my, that's my hot take for the day. I'm just trying to be the next great American. You guys like hot takes? Do y'all want to do a podcast just called Hot Takes and we just like say stuff? It's like... <laughs> I'm so tired of the word take. The word take is so overused and done now. Like when somebody says like, oh, that's a bad take. Like somebody said that I had a bad take with the mileage stuff yesterday when I, was, when I clearly had no clue like how far a mile was. And it's like, well, that's, that's, not a bad take. that's just me being dumb and not understanding like numbers. Like it's you know, not. A, I don't even wrong. remember that. Oh, this you is a good take that. you have. This is a good take. I like, like it. Things aren't take. Ah. Not everything is a take. People forget. Are you touching tips, Dave? Let's do oh, it. Come oh, come on. Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey, can What's you intro something for me real quick? Is this about a new sponsor alert? New sponsor. Yes, it is. And if you could hear, okay. Brett, was, Brett was rubbing his hands into the mic. He was like, doing the Birdman gif. Birdman dot gif. Gif. Right now, whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, we want... Or you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to. 
not like your roommates, neighbors, significant others, like dogs in the apartment over whatever. And everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. People have been waiting for this code. Uh, Dave and I are big Raycon guys right now. Literally, oh, I'm wearing them. What are you talking about? I'm wearing them at the Raycon moment. Guy as well. I run in them every day, jerk. These are the premier workout earbuds. Oh uh, yeah, that's what he's saying. That can't confirm. They stay it. Okay, so I notoriously don't wear other brands of earbuds because they don't stay in my ears. I've got weird ears. I had tubes as a baby. I don't know. And these, as of yesterday, also alluding to another new sponsor alert, I jumped rope with them. And jumping rope's a big test because, you know, you're jumping rope. Mm -hmm. And they stayed in. The sound was great. I've got the E25s. I I love these things. What I like most about them, and I don't even know if this is in the copy because we're just going, we're going off script right now. What I like about them most is that I don't have to adjust them throughout the workout. They stay in the exact same spot almost the entire time without having to get moved once. And it's just, it's just great. What I like most about them is that they actually work. They stay connected the entire time. Unlike the, uh, the ones I replaced them with. So, uh, yeah, they work very well. They sound great and they stay in your ear. What more do you uh, need? Every time I put them in my ears, I, I, you know, based on previous behavior of, of other earbuds, I've expected like one to not really work or like, you know, one of them to be dead and the other one to have battery. <clears throat> They work every single time, and it's really great. And the best part is when you put them in your ear, you get this really satisfying uh, lady singing to you. Dave, do you want to do Ray, it? Ray, Con. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Connected. These things are just great. And now is the time to get some. Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now is the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash steam. That's buyraycon.com slash team for 15% off of Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash team. Shouts to Ray J for supporting the pod. Dude, yeah. he, he's heard us talk before about his, yeah. Well, let's go, let's move on, actually. Hey, uh, is, the, uh, is the battery good on him? Yes. Yes. I, I, to be honest, I have not charged mine once since I've gotten them. Wow. I've used them every single day pretty much since I've gotten it's them. It's really good. Because I'll work out it, I'll work out in them, then take Randy to the park, and they're good. Man, swagged out. I think I'm gonna buy some of our own sponsor. I do like them a lot, man. I I, I can't speak highly enough right now. Can we talk? Can we do a sports minute real quick? We have oh, sports. Oh yeah, pivot. Yeah. Um, there are two stories we can talk about. The PGA is back in June, and Trump created a sports advisory group because he's, quote, tired of watching games that are 14 years old. Yeah, he said he said he's tired of watching old baseball games. Although he made clear he made clear that he's only watching one batter because he's so busy. That's a quote. <laughs> cool, you're watching one. He had to clarify. He didn't want people to think he was watching a four-hour. Oh a four-hour different thing sleeper. to watch baseball. You don't have to watch baseball. The most boring yeah, thing to rewatch. There's many other options right now. It's none of it's new, obviously, but there's there's a lot of classic sports on. You don't have to just do baseball. So the PGA is coming back in June, and if if my understanding is correct, no 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 gallery. Yeah, uh, Fort Worth, Texas, Colonial. Wow, I was actually uh, I was there not not all that long ago, and I was very impressed with the clubhouse. I did not it's a great. It's a great course. Home of Hogan. Watching, watching golf without fans is probably the, the easiest sport to watch under those circumstances. Like it, the football yeah, game without, without people is just strange. Basketball, too, girl, cool. right on the court. It what? It might be cool because if we've learned anything from the collegiate uh, NCAA championships in golf, you can hear what they're saying a lot better because they don't have these galleries around them. And I don't know. As far as sports goes, the PGA is the perfect sport to come back without a gallery just because yeah. yeah, the you don't build on that like throughout the game or you don't react to that. Like you react to the exact shot happening and you don't need a crowd reaction in order to understand like the gravity of it. Can I offer something? Can I offer a take? <laughs> yeah, give us your take. As long as it's hot, Dave. Get get this, guys. 
put your masks on because this is going to make you sick. Uh, I don't think this is going to happen. Ooh, Dave. I don't hate this. Me. I think this is a. I think this is extremely lofty. I know it's what are we? We're in April right now. Who knows? The days are all running together. But seriously, it's April. We've got we've got to get through May. Um, I, I could see this. I could see them doing this and getting a lot of blowback, especially if we have not quote flattened the curve. And I think that they're going to bow to pressure. And I think what's going to happen is they might get colonial done. But then after that, like all it takes is one caddy to get it or something, and it's yeah. gonna just fuck it up for everybody. I just don't see this happening. I I think I agree with you, Dave. I I, I hope I'm wrong because that if I'm if I'm right, it means that we have not done enough. But if I'm if I'm wrong, then then cool. I'm I'll, I'm fine with it. Pull the tape. They were late calling the players' championship, and the the pressure got to them to make that no crowds. And so I don't I don't really see that. I said this on a previous episode. I don't see any need if you're a corporation or a league or anything like that. I don't see why you would try to push it uh, and try to be the first ones out of the gate. You Other don't than first somebody has to be first, right? It's like golf. Go ahead. Golf makes sense, like you said. Golf is the one that we can actually. We don't need a gallery, although I would hate to watch a major or, God forbid, a Ryder Cup without a crowd. Like, that would suck. Like, you got to have the patrons for the Masters. But it would be cool for it. It would be cool for a few tournaments, but it's just going to hit different and not in a good way. Uh, they, we've, we, saw, we saw the UFC do it um, a few weeks ago, or I guess when this all first started, right? They did those, that, that fight card with no crowd and – it was fine. It, it was not cool. It wasn't, it wasn't great, but like at the end of the day, like you don't really need the crowd noise to help you figure out who won a fight. So mm-hmm. have you seen the, uh, the, the list of people for Trump's advisory group? I'm so in on this. I, I, I hope somebody releases the audio. I mean, it's pretty much every, like every, uh, whatever why am i blank commission right? commissioner yeah. it's every commissioner and then like i don't like but then we have like bob Kraft, jerry jones cuban like i think i think trump doesn't actually care about this i think he just wants to sit no. in a room with the biggest dicks in sports it's every also, franchise owner who also happens to be like a major public figure like it's just like super famous like team owners and that's all it is yeah also uh dana white and uh, as Trump put, the great Vince McMahon. So this is going to be this is like a who's who of like big dick content people. Because if I don't know if you guys follow Cuban on Twitter, but Cuban's been he's very been going vocal. off like very vocal. Yeah. And I don't think he's just going to be he's not going to just sit back and let and let Trump you know spit that booty chatter. Cuban's going to clap back. What's the gist actually- of what he's saying? He's just he's offering up like takes on healthcare and, and what we need to do and what we can do and what businesses need to be doing. Not necessarily he hasn't been like a just a guy who's just been flaming Trump. He hasn't gone like full crass on him, full crassenstein, but he has been very vocal and he's never been he's never been like a big Trump guy or anything. Like he's been criticizing him for years. So it is interesting that Cuban is involved, and I think you're gonna hear you're going to hear something if it gets released of like Cuban going back and forth with Trump. Yeah. Cuban seems to have taken kind of like the common man's approach to all this. And he's, uh, he's, you know, taking on the perspective of just, you know, your everyday worker and he's helping people like directing them on where to go to small you know, businesses about the stimulus package and, and how to file for unemployment and all that stuff. So it makes me pretty comfortable that he's going to be in this meeting. Uh, Jerry, though, uh, <laughs> yeah. I uh, as someone who's who's had Jerry Jones in his life for wow, like as long as I can remember, since I was like four or five, I I can't I can't wait because Jer- you know Jerry's a big Trump guy. I think I think he's a big donor, but he's a guy who will talk himself in circles and just say say the most like idiotic things and not realize it. That's that's the gist that I get from him as someone who has not had him in my life my entire life. Great great owner at times, terrible GM. That's the old joke. 
Was he at Dak Prescott's uh, barbecue? Uh, he was not. It wasn't a barbecue. They actually just catered Nick and Sam's. They just got a bunch of steaks and baked potatoes. Uh, no, I, he was not there. There is a conspiracy that maybe Jerry's the one that blew the whistle because since they're in the middle of a, a long-term contract ne negotiation, and I, I, I'm with that. I'm with that a little bit. I don't hate like, that at all. Like maybe Jerry hit up his buddy Harvey over at TMZ, let him know, dropped him some picks. Harvey? What's up? Harvey, the TMZ guy. TMZ Harvey. I don't know who TMZ Harvey is. Oh, is that what he calls him? The guy who leans against the cubicle with the coffee mug in his hand. I don't know what you're talking about. What? What? Come on, Will. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Okay. Okay. Fair. All right. Oh, what's up, Rosie? Uh, um, have, have, so there the, has any movement from any other league, right? Did no, we, they're talking baseball for a minute, right? It was like they were thinking, but well, I, baseball, that ended up being no, like right fake. Before this entire thing got so crazy, they came out talking about doing an abbreviated like season or something or changing the playoff structure. And now it's like, well, that's probably not going to happen for a while. Or they're just going to do something really I saw a proposal for NCAA football to start in like January or February or something to just move the whole season back. That would be so strange. When what's the the point, maybe from a health perspective, where we can go back? Is it gonna be like as soon as we can test everybody, as soon as we can like see we, we can trace the virus in like pockets and communities, is that gonna be when we're like, okay, let's let's get back here? Like what's what's the magic? turning point i guess vaccine maybe but that's yeah. going to be a long time yeah. it's a year it's a year, a year away yeah it's probably some. it's probably when testing is you know easily available to everybody mm -hmm. i'm not i mean i'm i wouldn't even want to go to a sporting event right now if uh if it was even an option most people don't i was no. actually listening to something on it this morning and they were saying that like this poll said that 72% of people, Americans do not want to, would not go back to like a sporting event or a concert, like in the first month after, which that makes sense. I wouldn't either. Dude, one month isn't even a long enough time for me. To, I, even if it was a month after, I'm still probably not going to go. Really? So what, one of my neighbors who I, Randy plays with his dog at the dog park. He's a, a sound and a sound guy for concerts, sound and video and stuff. And he's out of work completely. And he said he's been on Zoom calls with uh, GMs from concert halls and stuff. And they're saying potentially fall 2021 for like concerts to get back to normal. Oh my God. That's 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 around. And this guy's like really into metal, the metal scene. He said that's like the rumor around there now. He doesn't have like super high level info, but that's what is he's that, thinking. Is that normal as in like consumer confidence normal? Or is that like behind the scenes people putting on the big, shows normal? Big bands start touring again. Got it. That's just too long, man. That's that's insane. I'll just be going to uh I'll just be doing my digital Burning Man concert. I'll run it back. <laughs> or one of these virtual nightclubs we're about to talk about. This is, I, I'm so weirded out by this. I, I can't wait to talk about it. Oh, do you want to, you want to go on? Yeah, I don't have anything else on uh, the advisory panel. I was kind of hoping Gronk would sneak in there, maybe talk CBD or something. <laughs> we'll, we'll bump this up. Uh, yeah, so they're doing online nightclubs, and this is from Bloomberg, which is a, a – I probably wouldn't have liked this story if it came from like Vice because I'd be like, oh, man, they're going to be reaching. But the fact that it was from Bloomberg, I was like, all right, this actually seems more legit. Uh, but it says people are paying real money to get into, into virtual Zoom nightclubs, and they go through some of the nightclubs. Like, listen, to, I don't know how bored I would have to be to ever even get to this point, and I don't even know if I could get to this point because I think it's, it's just so douchey. But there's this one, and it is called Models and Bottles. And it says, at a Zoom party Fuck called yeah. Club Quarantine, all the usual trappings of a bottle service club remain, except the buckets of champagne. 
Guests purchase tickets for $10 or can pay $80 for a private room to party alongside Instagram famous DJs and burlesque dancers. There's ostensibly a dress code. On a recent weekend, the party is full of European models and bearded men in fedoras dancing along to the Macarena. No one's doing the Macarena. That sounds like that sounds like heaven. I mean, a, a nightclub is not like the Macarena. My, my will. It's my worst nightmare. Like it's my it's the last place I ever want to be. So to to be so into clubbing that you want to participate in a virtual nightclub, you have to just be so hardcore clubber. I don't get it. It's not me. Going to a club sucks these days. Like going to a club is the worst. And going to an yeah. online club that like doesn't even have like I, what redeeming qualities are there? You know, the only club that I go to is Club Cool. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Check them out. <laughs> is it? I'm sorry. Is this more or less just like an OnlyFans? Like, is it like a strip club or is it just we just doing nightclub stuff? It says, Come on, Brett. Working with a network of 20 promoters, Christian says his first virtual party drew around 300 people, covering half his costs which included hiring talent, a videographer, and staffers to check tickets and run security. I don't even understand why you would pay people to do this. I will say this. Security. Let me say this. If this is actually, if they're charging money and this is really happening and if Bloomberg's covering it, obviously is, at least some of these people are getting paid, like the bouncers and and. DJs, I don't, I don't even know who cares. DJ, I don't, whatever. But just, you know what I mean. Service industry people, maybe they're making some money on it. Cool. It's, it's not for me, uh, unless somebody wants to get me VIP access. In which case, I will go to your e club. So hit me up at D Carter Ruff on Twitter and Snap at DC Ruff on Instagram. Uh, but you know, cool. It's hey, got to get back to work at some point. Make that money, player. I. That That's take my take. Money. That tape left me speechless. Even if, even if I, even if I got like the VIP access, I, I'm not, I'm not setting up like in my apartment and putting on headphones and listening to a bunch of these douchebags hang out with each other. Why? And you have to actually pay to enter this thing too. Like I feel the like world. the security is just going through and looking at people's usernames and kicking them out if they didn't pay to get in. Like they have a list and they're like, nope, you're out of the Zoom chat because you can just like send out Zoom links to anybody. How much of a bummer would it be if like you paid three hundred dollars to get in and next thing you know, like your Wi-Fi goes down? You're like you're like emailing the club promoter, you're like, hey man, uh, my my Wi-Fi went down. I was hoping I could get a <laughs> refund. And you just never hear it bounces back. No refunds. Sorry, bro, it's right there on the ticket. Would you pay okay, so would you pay money if one of your favorite artists was doing a live show on yes. something? How much would you pay? So say Say, Dave, that Jason Isbell is like, I'm doing a concert for charity that I'm going to broadcast from my YouTube channel. Uh, in order to do it, you have to pay X amount. What is your max amount that you would pay? If it's going to charity, 50 bucks, 100 what bucks. What not going to charity? If it's like going, it's, it's band dependent. Like if it's, let's say it's like Metallica and they're just do, like, not that I'm a big Metallica fan, but if Metallica is doing a show and there's no charitable aspect, uh, I'm probably not paying anything. But if Isbell's doing a show and it's going to like COVID relief or the Red Cross, I don't know. Uh, hundred bucks is probably where I'm at. Now, yeah, if I it's mean, a str- if it's a struggling artist like a, a local or like a small artist that isn't you know hitting it big, I I would be more likely to give them money to like pay the band and pay their you know their call. road crew. Yeah, I'd be much more uh, inclined to support someone who's small, but someone who's well-established. I mean, you can, I mean, I know it's not really that fair to say, but you could just pull up a YouTube performance of them and watch it for free right there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know it's about supporting artists, so I, I would go for someone small time, and especially if it's going to something charitable, that'd be tight. I would absolutely, yeah, 50, 50 bucks, something like that. Small to mid-sized bands only. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've been so I've been streaming uh, dead and company has been putting on like old concerts and they've been usually you have to pay in order to watch those generally, but they've just been putting up live performances. So it's kind of just background and I don't I would never pay them for it. 
I think it goes along the same lines of what you guys were saying. Like they're they're going to be just fine without putting out something like that, even though they're doing it for free. But it would take it would take a very dedicated or someone that I'm really dedicated to in order to actually give money to them. Just because like right now it's like I, a famous band doesn't do anything for me when it comes to like unless they're giving it to charity. Dylan, tell the truth. How much would you pay for a Lady Gaga live stream? Yeah. Ooh. Because you are a noted uh, little monster. Uh, I'm the biggest little monster there is. Yeah, I, I, I drop a I drop a C note for that. Whoa. If it's if it's charitable, if it's charitable, if she's just if she's just trying to make a quick buck, she she's doing okay. Other people need it more than she does. Dude, you know I love the gogs. I know you do. I'm trying to read your poker face right now. I can't tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> oh, Dave. Oh, man. I just clicked on the Club Quarantine's uh, Instagram, and I can uh, officially say that, yeah, I there's no possible way that you could ever support somebody like this. Dude, you know? I took a, I took a pill in quarantiza. Yeah. Imagine like doing, imagine like being like all excited <laughs> on like a Friday night to like take the drugs that you bought, like before quarantine happened. So you can like have fun in the club, in your cyber club. This is not funny, but it should be noted that you're more likely to die from if you OD, if you're just at home, virtually clubbing than like if you OD'd at the club when people can see see you and help you. So yeah. be careful. Do your drugs responsibly. Are you saying because no one's there to help you if you're doing it by yourself virtually? Correct. Yeah, that, that could be problematic. Keep that in mind, Dylan. Dude, they've got some sick, free, they've got some sick captions on their Instagram. This one says this one's just a girl listening to music, not doing anything cool. She's just standing in front of a brick wall and it says your mind is like a parachute. It doesn't work <laughs> unless it's open. Like, shut up. Oh my god. It sounds like that one girl. Remember that girl who would like catch the eraser and on TikTok and say really like uh inspirational stuff before she got bullied off the internet? Yes. She's like that's I can never find that video when I want to find it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It's it's the it, uh it's so cringy, but I th I think she was literally bullied off YouTube. Well, what does this girl look like in front of the brick wall? <laughs> I don't know, just like a girl that you'd see at a club in front of a brick wall listening to it. She definitely does not have Raycon headphones in, so I'm out. Mm. If Now, if Raycon wanted to do a club Raycon and Ray J was doing a set and other artists and like you just had to, only thing you needed to get in was some Raycons, catch me there. We'd, we'd be in yeah, there. Uh, only supporting, catch us only supporting Ray J during this. <laughs> did y'all watch the, uh, did you see any skits from the SNL that they did last week? Yeah, I heard I heard cool. the audio. It was cool. I, I didn't think it was uh, as funny as some people found it, but I did think it was cool and pretty impressive that they put together an entire episode from their homes. I mean, oh, I, I caught maybe 15 minutes of it and it was so bad that I had to, I had to turn it off. Yeah, I did respect you? what they did. And I, and I think it was it was a good idea. And I thought it just was it was just a little weird. I mean, the Tom Hanks, um, the Tom Hanks monologue was interesting but without like a crowd to play into it just kind of felt dead and i i just i don't know it made me feel uncomfortable is it weird that the their setup their microphone and connection like wasn't really that much better than what we're doing i think that <laughs> i wonder if that was an intentional move by them to make it more approachable as opposed Maybe. to really good quality because that has to be a conversation they're having with each other right yeah i mean like I know what we spent on these mics, and uh, I feel like they, they could uh, spend a lot more being SNL. They can afford it. <laughs> I still, I'll put our, our mobile setup up against multiple podcasts that I've listened to and heard. The people are still like doing Zoom, Airbus, or ear, whatever uh, podcasts. I'm like, what are you guys doing? It's not, it's not that expensive to put it together a, uh, a quality studio, quality sound. Zoom, zoom. We're one of the best studio, outfitted man. small to mid-sized podcasts for this pandemic. But to, to your point, Will, that a lot of people liked it, the bar for content right now is pretty much on the ground. Pretty low. Do you guys have any friends uh, from home and, and college and whatnot that are trying to get kind of into the content game you found on Instagram? I don't have any college friends. 
College aged. <laughs> Does it, friends, I think he means friends from college. Dave. Yeah, just, oh, you attended. Yeah, oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brett. Like, uh, I would say at least half. Like my my Instagram stories, I'm getting like people that I forgot about pop up in there. Like I'm like, oh yeah, we uh we took uh 1301 poli sci with Dr. Leader together. Let's let's check out what you're doing. Oh, you're cooking. Cool. You're cooking some stroganoff, badass. Yeah, okay, I, I but go ahead, Will. I've posted far less stories throughout this entire ordeal than I normally do on Instagram at Will DeFreeze. Uh just because I don't want to be associated with the people just putting out trash content all day. Okay, but for hipster. <laughs> there are people who are putting out trash content and just kind of volume shooting, but there is some good stuff that's that's I feel like that's servicing because everyone's stuck at home. Did you guys see the TikTok uh, guy? It went viral yesterday. He was uh, it was from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, where Courtney and Kim got in a, like an actual fight, and the guy mm-hmm. mimicked the whole thing. He absolutely crushed it. Stuff like that, I feel like we wouldn't be getting if not for everyone being stuck at home all day. TikTok. We probably wouldn't have our TikTok guy, the circling back TikTok guy. He wouldn't be doing yeah. it if we weren't pandemic. So shout out to him. This is the best thing to ever happen to TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's on fire right now. Yeah, like what are you trying to? What are you trying to say? I literally, did all I said what I was trying to say is <laughs> really a good thing for TikTok. Uh, it's a conspiracy joke. Sorry, it didn't land. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't even know how. Like, I, I don't even know how to work TikTok. So I, I respect everyone that's uh, putting out those those videos that take many cuts. You're the only person on this panel right now that's done a TikTok. I know, and I, I'll be honest. When I did that one, it seemed pretty straightforward. And after I re-downloaded the app, I don't really know what to do. Hmm. Hmm. That's all I got. Like it, it's it's just confusing. I need I need a, a young uh, what is it Gen? What Deshaunt. what is the generation before us or after us? I guess. I think it's Gen, Gen Z. Z. I need a Gen Z person to give me a tutorial. Is Parks Gen Z or is he like the next one? I don't know. I don't know. What He's got to be the next one, right? Yeah, Gen Z is like the dickhead kids that are all like sixteen, seventeen right now. They're wearing the hoods on, on the crown of their head. Yeah. Yeah, those assholes. I like cloud chasers, man. What? The cloud chaser kids? Mm. Parks is not going to be in the cloud chaser generation. Why? I thought you bought him Supreme jumpsuits. I just has dude. He has one Supreme shirt. Chill out. What if his daddy's chasing clout? His daddy's not. What about as God as Godfather is? <laughs> You're not as Godfather, Dave. Okay. Do you uh should we do uh four albums, no skips? Yeah, so what's this trend going on, Dave? It's just that people are bored on Twitter, so they're doing four albums, no skips. You basically post uh four album covers of albums that you would not skip a single song on uh it's a it's a great excuse for like uh, to make yourself look like you're really into like obscure music it's really big for hipsters um so naturally yeah those dogs it sounds like two dogs that are next door are fighting to the death i'm sorry i can't do anything about it. i heard (laughs) of do you have small dogs or big dogs next door i think they're small I haven't seen them. This, I, this is awful. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. Okay. I mean, I know it's not your yeah, fault. The beauty of the stream. God, this, uh, they usually let them out and then they bring them back in after a few minutes. So hopefully it won't last too long. We're just Tell them you're working, buddy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I posted, I, I saw people doing it. I think Ted in Pittsburgh was doing it. And I was like, bored. I was like, you know what? I'll do it. So I did my four albums. It's a great way for people to like message you and tell you why you're wrong. If you're, if you're really into arguing with strangers over subjective things, then yeah, hell yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. If there's one thing I don't like talking about with other people, like publicly, it's music. I just don't care what you listen to because I pretty much know what I like. 
And I have one or two people in my life who I'm like, oh, their music taste is very similar to mine. So I can take their recommendations and go with it. But like, I hate when people weigh in and tell me that like my taste is wrong. I haven't even seen yours yet, Dave. Yeah. Um, like last night I had somebody hit me up on Twitter is like, Hey, uh, just here's a take. I think they said, here's a take. Peroni is a trash beer. I'm like, I didn't respond. I'm like, what am I supposed to say? Like, uh-uh. No, it's not a trash beer. <laughs> no. <Nuh-uh. laughs> I know that's kind of what we do out here, but I just, I don't really, I can't get into a back and forth on Twitter <sighs> about it. Yeah. I, I did mine and I, the only blowback I really got on mine was uh, some some other Rage Against the Machine fans saying that their debut album, Self Titled, was better than Evil Empire, which I posted. And I'm not going to fuss with you on that. I'm not. Like, you could have gone with either of them. I just think Evil Empire, start to finish, I'm not skipping any songs, whereas there's a couple on the debut that I am. That's all. Hey, sue me, okay? You're putting an Adam Sandler album on here. <laughs> seeing that correctly. <laughs> I'm gonna what the hell? while I'm not talking, guys. This is really bad. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah, you know, I, I was trying to add a little little flair to it. I have I you have ever listened to that album? Yes. And I definitely skip songs on it. Dude, Steve Polychronopolis, come on. Why? So can I ask you a question about your, cause have you said yours out loud, Dave? Like, have you said what you actually did? No, no. Uh, so Adam Sandler, what the hell happened to me? <laughs> Paul wall, Paul wall and chameleon air. Get your mind. Correct. Uh, evil empire Rage against the machine. And what was the fourth? Oh, it was uh, dude ranch. Blink one eighty two. I think dude ranch <laughs> is the better, uh, the better, the, the better album of that time period in blink 182's career i had date as no as no skip i mean the one song i would skip is all the small things but Me too. in terms of like listenability i think that i think that i would i'm more likely to skip dude ranch songs even though i like the album more does that make sense yes it's very fair it's a better album, but there are ones that I would skip more consistently. But I skip all the small things every single time. So I guess I just, guess I need to take that off of my four, which it is on my four. Just because an album doesn't have any skips, it doesn't mean it's the band's best album. Yes. In my yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. That's so an- like Enema of the State, Ted and Pittsburgh had Enema of the State on his. And I saw it and I was like thinking, like, ah, I skip all the small things and I I I also skip Adam's song. Sorry. That, so I can't, I can't do it. Musical taste is so strange to me. Like Dave, I feel like you and I, when it comes to like red dirt country and a lot of rap songs were pretty similar, but the four albums you just listed, they couldn't be further down my list of things I would want to listen to. It's you know, Paul Wall, Chameleonaire. That's a seminal okay. Houston album. I, I, uh, you're right. That, that album aside, those guys, I, 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 I went through a, uh, the Houston rap phase back in the day. So I get it. The other ones though, the blink 182 rage stuff. It, you don't like that? It's interesting. It's interesting <laughs> uh, to me how different we are when it comes to those. My hey, God. Dylan, Dylan, man, with all due respect, uh, your music taste is trash. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Everyone that's my take. That's trash. my take. Dylan, look, I'm pulling out the take gun. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm excited for Dylan's. I don't. I don't have four um, because I it, it it's going to take me too long to to sort through my favorite artists and pick out just one album. I have two though. There's got to be a Turnpike album in there. I I, di- I didn't get a chance to go through their their um, catalog, so there's not there's not. I but this is an unfinished list. So give me give me. Oh, go ahead, Dylan. Sorry. Do what? Go ahead. You're gonna make fun of how their music all sounds the same. Well, you can just put one turnpike song on repeat, and it's like an wow. album. Oh come wow. on! Don't do that. That is, they're, they're dude. Awesome. The the takes from this guy. He's he's above you on here, and he's dropping take bombs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the two I have right now. One of them is uh, is Kanye's T Lop, The Life of Pablo. I just, I love the album. Uh, That's a good one. Start to finish. Yeah, I but you gotta so skip good. Silver Surfer intro, right? Do what? Easy, yeah. Easy, easy. What's what's good? Yeah, yeah. 
You don't have to skip it, but like you, if you're in the car, you skip it. But if you're like listening to it, uh, and your phone's over here, you're not going to run over to, to, to hit it. Cause it's only like 30 or 40 seconds. Right. Just to be clear. Yeah. For any Kanye album, I don't count you as skipping. If you skip a, uh, if you skip a skit, you're good. That doesn't count in the no skips. Ooh, there's definitely skits. I think on the Paul Wall Chameleonaire album. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Why did rappers go through a skit phase? I don't know. It's just unnecessary. It's <laughs> some of them were better than others. <laughs> you want my other album? Yeah, uh, we'd love it. Doggy style, Snoop Dogg. Oh wow. That that was <laughs> when I when I started to, to pretend like I had edge when I was growing up. I, I listened to that album a lot, and uh, kind of shaped my uh, my musical taste into the uh, the rap category moving forward. I absolutely loved it. It would be a real shame if Randy cut part of that clip that you just said, and we did something oh. out of context with it. That would be a shame. Doggy Style is the name of a Snoop Dogg album. Don't give me. And we that. know. Randy, Randy, <laughs> I know. Just you're not allowed. <laughs> Don't worry, Dylan. As the person who pulls trigger on all these uh on, on every post pretty much, uh I, I'm not going to uh release anything that has not been pre-approved. Thank you, Will. Mm-hmm. I don't want to catch that smoke. Um I have I only have three right now and I need to do some work on my fourth. I had my first one, like I said to Dave, was Blink 182 Enemy of the State. I have to have that one on there just because it was like the album. That was, it was just, it was the biggest album of my life. I think it was just what I was into. That's uh, fair. The next one, Bob Seeger, Stranger in Town. We Ooh. had, the reason I had this is because it's got a lot of his hits. It's not a lot of his hits. It's got a really good um, amount of hits on it. And we had this album at a party at, we had like a weekend at someone's place and we didn't have an aux cord. And the only album we had that was, that we could listen to because we didn't want to listen to the radio was this album. And by the end of the trip, it was like, yeah, like I'm just used to listening to it at this point and I'm loving it. And then the final one is uh moon dance van Morrison. If you're a van Morrison fan and like you, I mean like a, a borderline fan, even you know, a lot of the songs on there without realizing that you would probably know them. And I really can't find one on there. That's worth skipping. It, it reads like a greatest hits album. Almost. That's what I got. It doesn't okay. include Brown Eyed Girl, does it? Uh, I don't know if Brown Eyed. Let's see if Brown Eyed Girl's on there. I don't think it is because that's Dude, getting deep cut only. That's way too. That's way too new. I think for yeah, him. you're such a deep cut guy. You know they say the first cut is the deepest. Deep cut, Dave over here. The two artists that I was trying to pick an album for were George Strait and Elton John, but going through their catalog, it's it's overwhelming. They have like George Strait legit has 32 albums, I think. I just I can't settle on one, so it's Dylan. It would have been. You should just do George Strait fifty number ones. That out, that, that's cheating. Fuck, says who? Says me. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funny to see you get flamed for doing a, a greatest hits album on Twitter. <laughs> greatest hits, Elton John's greatest hits. It slaps, dude. Slaps who cares? Absolutely. You're not skipping. I mean, Dylan. I- I kind of want to just go through the. Uh, I want to go through the Elton John catalog with you whenever you decide to do that. Okay, I can do that. I think There's so many hits, it's unbelievable. It's overwhelming. I remember after I went to uh, my only Elton John concert that I've been to, I went and bought a pretty much a number one CD from him at the mall the next day, and it is like four discs of just absolute hits that, that is yeah. nonstop. It's 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 very very overwhelming. I mean, he's been doing music for what like 40 50 years now. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, Brett, let's let's hear it. I have like all Dave Matthews. Like Dave dude, Matthews band. Dave's yeah, album. 97 live show was just sick. Like oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you, Red you Rocks. Guys, you guys nailed all of them. That with I heard each one from one No, it's uh <laughs> Dave and Tim live at Radio City is the one I do have because that is unbelievable. Uh, um, he, he did an album with Tiny Tim. Yeah, him, Tiny Tempa, actually. Oh, okay. No, Dave and Tim at Radio City is as unskippable of an album as there is in, on the planet. Mm-mm. 
only closely followed by John Mayer, Where the Light Is Live at the Nokia Theater. That is, there's, there's, a, there's a six or seven song stretch on that where it's, the, it's John Mayer at his best. I don't know why, sorry to go back to the, uh, the Dave Matthews thing. I don't know why, but I always listen, we always listen to Live at Luther College. So good. It's is that reacted by like Dave fans? I think it was just the one that my sister bought, and so we would just loop it. Dude, that's that's like uh, early Dave too. That's like ninety three or ninety four or something like that. Maybe ninety eight. I don't know. Is that pre ants marching? No, that's that's probably got ants marching on it. That and like live at Piedmont Park and live at Red Rocks and all the live tracks albums. Those are all those are all Dave uh, Dave head kind of stuff. Luther College has a solid two step on it though. Um, the third album is the last of the Mohicans soundtrack. Hell yeah. Absolutely unskippable. Used to play that in my, uh, headphones before football games. And the soundtrack, fourth is, huh? wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And the, uh, Marshall Tucker band self-titled album, 1973. They're so good. I love Marshall the Marshall Tucker band, by the way. Hell yeah. Brett, That's you nice. know how Brett, I like your albums. Those are good. But you know how I know my football team would have whipped your football team's ass? Because y'all were the last Mohican soundtrack. We were we were listening to we were listening to Master P, and y'all were listening to Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, Dave. I I no. weighed more than the average on my offensive line senior year. I was 185, and my guard was like 167. Just let me make let me make clear that I would have been on the field for approximately three plays. And it would have been once the game was well in hand. So it's not like I would have much to do with it. How the fuck is this on your unskippable album? What? <laughs> I'm just looking at the last Mohicans like track list. And it's like, okay, I guess I just need to, I don't, I don't even know if I've seen last of the Mohicans, honestly. So I can't. It's one of my favorite movies. Daniel Day Lewis. I'll watch, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it uh, soon. I, Cause it is I a movie. Even, uh... And it's ridiculous that I haven't seen it now. Now that I think and take a step back, I do need to see it. I'll watch it soon. Dude, you have to see it to appreciate the music because it's kind of um, there's the scenery, the cinematography. It's great. It's great gonna, cinema. I'm not going to throw it on and just start like sea walking through my apartment. Probably not. The last no. time is blasting on my Sonos. Actually, I, I like, consider soundtracks, soundtracks, and when I was thinking about albums, what are some other like just really, really good soundtracks? Daisy, like Inter Interstellar, Interstellar. Okay. The Godzilla soundtrack. Oh, Rage Against the Machine, No Shelter. P. Diddy. <laughs> I had that soundtrack. I thought it was just tight. Uh, the it was tight. Soundtrack for The Big Chill. Amazing soundtrack. Uh, okay. Sister Act. Sister Act 2. Great soundtracks. What? Uh, a movie oh. I watched this weekend. Can't Hardly Wait. Yep. You watched it? It was on TV. We watched it on Netflix or on one of those. Yeah, Holds up. Awesome, Holds up. Awesome movie. I, know, I literally just talked about this last week with you, Dave. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We talked about it. We watched it over the weekend. Dylan is definitely Mike Dexter. <laughs> oh, man. Duh. <laughs> Who's going to watch you now? <laughs> I'm not Mike Dexter, man. Come on. It's better than uh, getting tripping nearly, I guess. Going back to a high school party when you're in college. Dude, you're you're Mike Dexter, and I'm the uh, I'm the nerdy guy who's infiltrating the party. <laughs> I actually think you might be closer to McNeely than you are to Dexter. Not because you go back to the party, but just your kind of general attitude lately. Like, he's, what is my general attitude lately? Just a little more beaten down than Dexter, who thinks like he can just do anything he wants. Like, whereas like Trent McNeely, Trent McNeely, what is it again? Trip. I think it was was it Trip. I think it's Trip. Yeah, Trip McNeely has this vibe to him, like he's just, yeah, he's just tired. He just, yeah, over he's beaten down. Yeah, he showed up to the high school party with a six pack. Yeah, yeah. Like, why would you do? That? And then he offered one. Didn't he offer one up to uh, De Mike Dexter? He did. I mean, like offer up yeah. one, one of your six beers at the party. No, not at not at eighteen or nineteen years old, man. Yeah, they portrayed him as like this cool, this cool dude, like jock type. But you can't be going to a high school party while you're in college, man. That you make fun of that kind of guy. Brett, have you ever seen the movie? No idea what you're talking about. That's your homework. That's we're, we're assigning this to you. You have to watch. Can't you wait? 
Can't hardly wait. Yeah. Jennifer Love. Ra- Seth Green. Dude, yeah. the um, laundry list of actors and actresses in that movie is insane. Just seeing Jason, Jason Segel. He he did a bad job in that movie, in my opinion. Who's the uh, who's the black dude from Scrubs? He's one of those guys that I recognize. Like every time he's on the screen, I'm like, oh, I know, I've seen you a million times, but I can never remember his actual name. Yeah, he's in it, dude. There's it's it's great. And Brett, if you have to rent it, it's probably like four ninety nine. Uh, submit an expense report, and we'll talk about it. It's on Netflix, guys. It's free. It, it's it's got Rusty from. Um... The, uh, Vegas vacation. It took Sally and I a little bit to place that. We were trying to figure out, and then I was like, I know that there's going to be one movie that I know him from more than any mm-hmm. other one, and it was that one. He's Nick Papa Giorgio. Yeah. yeah. Nick Papa Giorgio, thank you. Yeah. He's one of the, the seven uh, actors that played Rusty throughout that that series. My take, he's my favorite Rusty. I loved Nick Papa Giorgio. <laughs> Nick Papa Giorgio, Giorgio Fox. Great. Well, that 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 one. This is a bad take. I think Vegas Vacation is my favorite vacation movie. I don't have a problem no. with that. I really don't. There's just some other classic ones out there. But when if I see Vegas Vacation on TV, I'm stopping on that one every single time. Whereas the other ones, I'm like, eh, I got to be in a mood. Sneaky and excellent movie. Yeah. Also, uh, you get a cameo from Jenna Elfman. It's like more than a cameo. She plays a pretty serious role at, at some point. Looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Darmel and Greg was a big show for me. It came on right either before or after uh, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. So, Do you remember they changed the name to just Two Guys and a Girl? Yeah, why'd they get rid of the Pizza Place? I guess they thought it was overkill, but I always thought that was a mistake on their part. Yeah, you got to keep the Pizza Place in there. No one cares about Two Guys and a Girl. We want the pizza. Dude, can't hardly wait. I was I had this, t- this, uh, this take ready to go. I was like loading my clip in, but... I was going to say something about how it was the precursor to American pie and it was also better than American pie, but I wasn't ready yet. It's still baking in the oven, but I'm putting it out there now. I don't know which one came first, honestly, but I I feel like can't hardly wait was like 1998. Whereas American pie was like my sophomore year, which I'm not even going to tell you when that was. was Okay. There you go. American pie doesn't hold a candle to can't hardly wait. Thank you. Agree, but when you're 12 year, twelve or 13 years old watching both of them for the first time, there's kind of an unfair fight going on. You're right. Elizabeth Shannon. Nudity. Other way around, Dylan, but yeah. Shannon Elizabeth, is that her name? Yeah, yeah you're two first names. It's, it's weird. kind of like Michael Todd and Todd yeah. Michael. Like, we know who you're talking about. Yeah, that sounds right now that you say it. Yeah. Also, uh, the guy who plays Mike Dexter, he still looks – he's still hot. He's gotten hotter with age. Like he is a, a very strapping lad. Really? I was kind of looking at him when I was watching when I was doing the rewatch, thinking like, ah, he he might not have aged well. Like he, he might have just fallen off because he doesn't work in Hollywood. Does he still work in Hollywood? Oh yeah. No, he's been in a lot of stuff. I can't tell you what, but I think he was in True Blood or no, not uh Twilight. He was in the Twilight movies. I could see him being like a dude who plays uh, a, an agent in one of those CBS shows that has like 50 different offshoots from it. And he's like <laughs> one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood, but we just don't know it because we don't watch those shows because we're not 65 living and watching CBS shows constantly. I could see that. He is. Peter, Peter Fossinelli. Good for him. Yeah, he did hold up. Fossinelli. Oh, hey! Should we do this weekend in fun presented by Roback? Wow, this weekend in quarantine. I don't even think they know. I don't even think Roback knows that. Like they're just like the the sponsor for this week's this weekend in quarantine. Well, congrats for the the title sponsorship. Y'all need to know about. They, they might catch me wearing a QZ around the apartment <laughs> all weekend. <laughs> I'm actually wearing a performance tee right now. Check it out. Sorry, Thank you. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Thanks hey, could you get up? Out. Could you get up any louder? I was. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about how loud that was going to be. Yeah. Did the dog fight next to your house oh. uh, end? Did one of the dogs finally die? I think one of them's dead, and the other one just went back inside to take a nap or something. Yeah. I'm making all kinds of fun noise over here. Uh, anyway, this week in the quarantine provided by or sponsored by Roback Rosie 20 will get you 20% off, by the way. Bang. I'm not 
looking at looking at their site and just going through some of the products like you know the fairway boy the lagoon like all these things it's just making me want to go out and mix it up on a golf course and just have some Can't early think. morning dcr yeah, it's unfortunate right now this weekend in quarantine yeah i'm just going to be quarantined here the entire weekend um <laughs> i have parks i don't have parks until saturday so friday i'm just going to just yeah, we got the happy hour. That'll be fun. Something to look forward to. Other than that, man, I'm just gonna hunker down. I'm I'm sick. I'm sick of this quarantine bullshit, man. But yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same boat. Like, I I, I am excited for the Friday happy hour uh, on YouTube. Watch me on YouTube. Uh, outside of that, like, I, this is more wide open and uh, than any of my other weekends have been so far. Unfortunately, I don't really have anything in the pipeline. I've got nothing that I'm looking to get for takeout food. And uh, yeah, I'm very beaten down by this at this point. And I feel like it's like affecting me in all these different ways. So hopefully, I don't know. I've been trying to, I don't want to watch a bunch of like new releases and stuff when I'm watching movies and stuff. So I've been trying to watch some like 90s movies. And so Sally and I have been kind of chipping away at some 90s movies that have maybe fallen under the radar for us. Dude, last of the Mohicans. I think that yeah, Mohicans might get the nod. And then uh, what was? There's another one too. There, I have a list of like older movies that I want to watch that I've that have just been the kind of thing that I've been putting off for a while. The Pest. I will not be watching the Pest. <laughs> Best opening scene in movie history. It's easily, uh, <laughs> dude. Mine's similar to y'all's. I'm not really doing anything because uh, we're under a shelter and place order in Travis County, so. But we've got a happy hour Friday night and Thursday night, Brett. You can catch me on the Circling Back Instagram account competing in a chip challenge, courtesy of our friends at Chippo, Chippo, Chippo. Golf. So if you want to watch me skull some chips, tune in because I will be doing that. Uh, Have you gotten any work on it yet? No. What's up? Sorry. So are you just going to hit him off the toe? Yeah, toe shots only. I'm going to open the face up a little bit, see if I can't just put one like right into my neighbor's vehicle. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to set this thing up. If you're not familiar with Chippo, check it out. It's like, oh, I don't know the best way to describe it, but it's it's basically like uh, cornhole, but you're chipping. You're yeah. chipping golf balls. So uh, it'll it's going to be fun. I hope I don't know who I'm up against. We'll see. I hope not to embarrass myself and watched media, but I make no guarantees. Can you tell people where to uh, follow? Yeah, you can uh, at circling back podcast pod. on Instagram. Pod. Ah, fuck. At circling back pod on IG. Go follow if you haven't. We put up a ton of stuff and uh, we'll be on there Instagram live tomorrow, or I will be, unless one of y'all wants to. Dylan, you probably chip the ball better than me. Why don't you just do it? No, I don't. I don't have one, man. Fuck. I have to. I have to come through. I'm nervous, dude. I'm legit nervous. I got to get my I'm clutch gene ready. Bitch. You're fine. Okay. Who's gonna hold the phone for you, Dave? I guess Alyssa can, but I was hoping you would come do it. I can do it. I mean, I'm going. My my weekend plans. I'm gonna go to Zilker. And I'm gonna go to Target. I'm gonna go to uh, just walk through downtown. Maybe stop by Houston again. No, I am going some, to be, uh, sunblock. What's that? Wear some sunblock. Yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be hunkered down like everybody else this weekend, doing absolutely nothing besides watching. Uh, can't hardly wait and expensing it. There you go, had a kid. Can't wait. I'll do it. Give you my Netflix password. I, I have. I, I mean, I have it, so I'll just watch it on Netflix. But how? Like, I was just thinking how bad I want to step on like an elevated tee box and just swing out of my shoes right now. Just pull pipe. Just pull pipe. <sighs> yeah. I miss a lot of things, Brett golf being one. Yep. That's not yeah. I've, I've reached a breaking point where I'm officially not approaching everything that I do with a, you know, positive attitude, make the best. Guys, I got a shirt idea. We should make a T-shirt that says "Quarantine and Chill." It's good. <laughs> good. I'm glad you said that. I already have some designs that I can just launch right now. I thought you were doing a DRSA shirt. I was psyched I've, for it. I've been just—I've been in the stew, just cooking up 
quarantine and chill shirts. Nonsense. I wonder if you Google if you Google that hundred percent chill T shirt, how many will pop up? All from like whatever, uh printify or what's it called? Like T Republic. Teespring and yeah, T Republic or stuff. Yeah. Like people are just oh. talking them up. There's many, many. Wow. <laughs> I don't even want to know. That's uh, bad. Well, this was fun. We had a good podcast. I had a good time too, David. We'll be back tomorrow on Patreon. Patreon, I guess Friday on Patreon. Mail in tomorrow. Uh, Patreon.com slash circling back podcast. We'll be coming to you with a bunch of listener voicemails. Dave, how can people hit the pipeline to make sure they get their voicemail played? 888-618-4422. Again, 888-618-4422. Get in. Get out. Be tactical. Hit us with some good ones, man. I haven't. I haven't gone through them yet, so if you want to leave one, you might get played on Friday's episode. Under 45 seconds. I'm going to I'm gonna take it down from 60. Under 45, unless it's something really good. I might start. I mean, if you play one that's 60 in the last 15 draw, I'm not opposed to just cutting them. Being like, hey, I, you have the power. I don't, it'd be funny if you did. I almost did it uh, the other day, but I was like, man, I feel kind of guilty. But I think, I think we might need to put a hard stop on these people that are just droning on. Some of them are just drunk. As we've come to learn, many yeah. of them actually are very intoxicated. It's hard to be tactical when you're hammered. There's usually one of us in here that's like that too, so not a big deal. All right, shall we get out of here? We should. Let's go. All right, guys, it's been fun. Bye. 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 I keep hitting the wrong music. <laughs>